It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. For the Millers, movie nights were once tradition. Now Sarah could hardly get through the opening credits, not on that old couch. But one day while shopping on QVC.com, she learned Lazy Boy recliners had slimmed down a bit. And in just a few clicks, Sarah got her Lazy Boy chair and a popcorn maker and a soundbar by Bose. And with one quick trip to QVC.com, movie night and Sarah's back were saved. Shop qvc.com slash podcast and use code qvc20podcast for $20 off $40 for new customers. This is shopping brought to life. Welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel. Welcome to another edition of Extra Time. This is the week at a glance for Newcastle fans. Uh, other fans are welcome. Everton fans probably already watching at this point. Uh, my name is Emil Franchi. I'm joined by my co-host Jess, as always. Hello. Looking Hi. very bright at the moment. Yeah. See oh, the light. Don't. Did I turn it down a bit? I don't know. I don't know. We've got these we're going to we're gonna have to amend as we go along, I think. Is that better? Oh, that's actually quite good, yeah. There we go. So, there we go. We'll see you. So it's all right. Uh, we've also got Shell back on uh, for obvious reasons this week because there's been stuff going on. But uh, also, we wanted to see her brand new Newcastle top. Isn't it great? I, I love it. Tell <laughs> you What's that please, one? Is but... that Newcastle goalkeeper home? Yeah. Well, I think so. I mean, I don't yeah. pull it off quite like. Uh, Each week you come on, Shell, but... you, you don't convince me that you actually support Newcastle. <laughs> I know, I've seen none of the matches this week as you well. So in I'm gonna in it for the followers, in it for the followers, aren't you? That's all it's for. Um, and uh, as well as that, we're joined by Lee Forster. Uh, Evening. He's got his full little lad's bedroom there behind him. He's got the flag on the wall. He's got his, <laughs> his away kit going. Um, I, mean, I was expecting the uh, the Tino Espria kit, given that it's uh, the anniversary. No, I haven't got that one. I Not think. in your collection. I, 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 well, it was in my collection, but the amount of shirts I've lost over the years. You've told mental. us you've, you've lost this FA Cup final program before we started recording. Uh, Is it just like the late nineties? You just like lost everything. House moves. <laughs> were, you, were you involved in some sort of mugging with lots of people while you were on that move? Um, but yeah, good to have you all on board. Uh, last week it was new season eve. There was a little bit of excitement in the air. Uh, Jess, were you quietly confident? 
about oh, don't honestly was I slightly confident? <laughs> I, I do believe Tell I us said about your prediction. Come on, I've got to say. I do. <laughs> I do believe I said Callum Wilson would score and would win two nil. Oh, and that, the oracle. The, yeah, I'll I'll not say whether the or not I put. Did, did well, you put the bet on? Did you put? The no, bet? of course I didn't. Of course I didn't. <laughs> no, I absolutely didn't. And let's I'm furious. That, let's just say you would have put uh, you wouldn't have put Callum Wilson to score first. No, or no, something no. Like that. So, no, so no, no. We'll give you we'll give you that one. But, moving um, on, moving what, on. Whatever you say this week, get that money on everybody. It's, uh, <laughs> it's on Jess. Um, yes, uh, well, we will start off with the big moment from the last week. Other than uh, Callum Wilson being spotted in Eldon Square doing doing some shopping, uh, big boxes and everything as he moves into his life in Newcastle. Uh, does anyone know where he's living? I know we've seen where San Maximan live. People have no. been really stalking him this week, but um, somewhere, somewhere in the northeast, uh, I'll Cam get on Wilson. it. Get on we'll it. Yeah. Kenton, will it? Probably not. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a lovely one-bedroom apartment in Benwell. <laughs> um, yes, the big moment was Newcastle United two, West Ham nil. We went to the London Stadium, came back with all three points. A solid performance, you might say, from the lads. But that has got to be the perfect start, isn't it, Lee? Yeah, absolutely. The thing is, though, I predicted we were going to lose. Sorry? You thought I, we were going to I lose? predicted we were going to lose, yeah. I, I think it was, it was a mixture of two camps. I think that a lot of people thought we may be getting it too ahead of ourselves with the new signings, but um, they settled in quite nicely. Um, we know Wilson got the goal, Lee, but Jeff Hendrick was the one that didn't really grab the headlines when he arrived, but certainly grabbed them on the night. First half, first half, I think Hendrick struggled to get into the game. Um, yep. But second half, he came in with his arm, didn't he? What you can't mean, he gave so much back up down the flank, he did. And that finish, that finish, I don't know where he pulled that finish from. It was absolutely well, class. It helped that West Ham seemed to be scared of the ball at that point. Yeah. It was almost like something heavy was coming towards them. But, um, I mean, Jeff Hendrick is one of those players that we spoke about a couple of weeks ago about comparing him to ex-Newcastle players uh, and what role he kind of fills. If he's filling a gap, what gap was it that was needed in, in that role, Lee? <sighs> I think he had a lot of energy. And I think that's one thing that we need, especially when you've got the likes of Shelby in midfield and what have you, because he did tuck in a lot. He did. A um, lot of energy, helping Hayden, protecting Hayden as well. Um, so in terms of his role, I think he's still to find his role. I'd end up, I do think that he'll end up in the central midfield. Yeah. I do. I do um, think he'll move inside. Certainly an interesting start from Hendrick. And um, like like I say, he wasn't the, the headline grabber of the Wilsons and the Frasers. It was very much uh, that free transfer that, that came many moons ago. But <laughs> we were up against West Ham, Shell, um, your neck of the woods. Um, but they didn't look good, did they? I mean, they looked as though they were a team that is starting the season with David Moyes. And he's just said that they're going to be facing a relegation battle this season, which sounds like a team in red and white a few years ago. What is it about West Ham? It's always a bit of a goal fest, isn't it? Uh, against... It feels good to gift. So give your dad the One for All gift card this Father's Day and let him choose the gift he wants. With 100-plus brands to choose from and zero fees, there's no need to play the guessing game to show your appreciation. You know he'll get the gift he wants, and making his day will make your day. Gifting feels good with the One for All gift card. Available in-store and at giftcards.com. See giftcards.com for terms and conditions. West Ham. So I didn't know how we'd actually get on. Um, obviously know that we hate them and their stadium's an absolute nightmare to go along to. Um, but yeah, they just didn't really get into it. Like they kind of played like we could have played if we hadn't been a bit more organised. I think that's why it's always quite an interesting, difficult to predict, unless you're Jess, um, game. So I think... Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, I think, you know, it remains to be seen how we'll get on against other opposition and how much of the ball the players that we've already talked about will get against, you know, decent teams who have invested in the transfer window. But I just think it was a good opportunity for us to be a bit positive about our team, actually. So I don't even want to give West Ham all that airtime. I thought we did, I thought we looked really good. Yeah. And uh, what about Declan Rice, eh, Jess? I mean, oh, right. Did you, there was so there, there was a video that went around on Twitter, oh, yes. which was De- Declan Rice's highlights, and it had like really like <laughs> anthemic music in the background, and it was just him getting halved and bottling it. It was it, him with um, Isaac Hayden. He just he was it, hor- it was horrendous. It Imagine, was, um... it, it was it, quite it was... funny actually just saying about the anthemic music. I don't know if anyone did hear it, but it was actually a version of um, Starboy by The Weeknd yeah. and da- Daft Punk. But but the singing was um, purposefully off key and yeah. all over the shop, which <laughs> was, was very, very much like his, his yeah. performance. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it was, it was awful. It was absolutely... I, I think it's like... I feel like there's quite a few players like that who are being hyped up and they've... When it com- when it comes down to it, like especially on Saturday, it was it was shocking. He's like there was I can't I can't see any reason as to why he is being hyped up because he was dreadful. He bottled everything. He was just he was yeah he was terrible, absolutely terrible. I mean, I, mean I could I could ask Shell about this, but Jess, do you do you see Hayden perhaps uh, getting that elusive England call up for a Newcastle player? I'd I'd like to think so, but I want to say it quietly because predict things sh- now. We need we shell. need predictions. Well, yes, yes, I'd, I'd yes, I do, I do. <laughs> sorry, Shell, I'm sorry, Shell. For Just anyone who's putting on my myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, purposefully. Um, yeah, for anyone who's unaware, Shell is not Hayden's biggest fan. Have you, have you have you warmed to him at least, Shell, since we had our awards night? I mean, that was a long time ago, last season. Yeah, it feels like a long time ago. Although the hangover feels like it was yesterday. Oh god! Um, look, he's. I, you know, I feel like I did say some good things about him. I think he's very solid. I just think it's it's really an indication of where Newcastle United fans are that he's the kind of player that we should yeah. have to get excited about and consider a player of the season. That would be in any other club, he'd be like, mm-hmm. what on earth, you know? He, but yeah, he's solid and uh, yeah, good performance. I would say not mm-hmm. like bitter. Yeah, performance credit where it's due. Yeah, and, and prior to that, um, we did have the news that him and Carl Darlow were um, signing new contracts. I mean, I've, I've never seen a, a contract like it for Isaac Hayden, but six years at Newcastle, that's a hell of a commitment to a club for someone who said that they were going to be uh, potentially leaving um, at some point <laughs> yeah. for, for personal reasons. Six years in Newcastle, you might as well just like, you know, start drinking in the garter and just have done with it. And um, and yeah, we, we've got um, some some other positives to look forward to. Uh, but starting off on, on, the, on the right foot there, three points against West Ham. Um, I'm particularly buzzing about that still. Um, no doubt to be shot to bits by the time we get to Sunday. Um, <laughs> however, however, Newcastle Newcastle did win again, which is very strange. Two opening games for the first time in God knows how long. Um, it didn't feel like Newcastle won on uh, on, <laughs> on Tuesday night. Um, we beat Blackburn Rovers at St James's Park. Um, cracking atmosphere on the night. Uh, a less comfortable. <laughs> Um, display from Newcastle, though. We we did get a goal for Ryan Fraser. He started the game, Lee. Um, I mean, that just completed the set, didn't it, for the for the debutants? Just start by saying that's a tenner I'm never getting back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Muggins here. What do you call it? My lad made me pay the tenner so he could watch it on a decent stream. Yeah, guilty um, on so, that one as well. So, so I couldn't be Sorry. accused of Look at this decent the... stream that Shell, Shell, you need to pay the tenner, man. 
I'm back. Yeah, yeah, okay. But listen, Tuesday night for me was just about giving some players a run out, wasn't it? Getting some yeah. match fitness in. Um, yeah. I thought Fraser looked like he hadn't played for six months. Yep. Yeah, I think. Um, snapshot from. Did I say. Hey, I prefer it when Daryl's messing around with his bloody Wi Fi. Shell's <laughs> dropped a phone and taken a screenshot for anyone who missed that. Sorry, Lee, you, you were sick. Ryan Fraser, something along the way. No, it, it did look like somebody who hadn't played for six months. He was blown out of his arse when he came off. He, yeah, he, he was. He was after nappy. 60 minutes. But what you have to say was a cracking finish. Oh, yeah, totally. And um, um, the only one who looked like scoring at the same time. Uh, we'll, we'll get on to our. On number nine <laughs> shortly, um, but the, I think I think the other thing to mention is uh, Miguel Almiron didn't start two games for Newcastle uh, this season. He's had two assists in both games. So is he proving a point shell? Do you think Almiron by by setting up uh, Hendrick and then the the brilliant pass that everyone's commended on on Twitter over the last few days? Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, I just think he's just exactly the kind of player that we can all get excited about because I think he's really enthusiastic you know, to play for the team. And I think that's why we've got so excited about the likes of Callum Wilson. Um, because I think they're just the kind of players that are really enthusiastic to have the shirt. And I think, yeah, Miggy's like, maybe I won't be in the starting lineup, but every time I come on, I'll show you exactly what I can do. And I thought he did that. Um, I didn't actually see the game. The only mm. thing I felt a bit sad about was obviously everyone had been proper buzzing and positive after West Ham. And I kind of switched mm. on Twitter after that game. And I saw a lot of Joe Linton hate and I saw a lot of negativity. So, um, yeah, I didn't. I've obviously caught up on some of the highlights, and I thought Amaron had a great game. And I think we mm. should probably try and just celebrate a few more of those positives. Yeah, definitely up there. And um, Almiron, Shell, do you reckon Almiron should be starting each game, or do you think it's better having him as that impact, even even though we paid so much for him? Um, I think well, technology's winning tonight, isn't it? Um, oh, no, I know. I've gone off as well. It's these USB things. It happens every week. There's a, there's a moment where I do go dark. Sorry, Shell. Um, I think it's really exciting that we've got some we've got some players that can come off the bench and be impact subs. I think um, I think if Almiron carries on making an impact, then he'll definitely be in the starting lineup. But what a lovely position that there's someone challenging, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, I mean, it, it does make a hell of a difference that Newcastle actually have some depth. That's the one thing that everyone was saying. Um, and I think I think one of the things to take away from from that game in particular was was that we have actually got players who haven't played for God knows how long, Ryan Fraser being one of them. So hopefully things can get better. But Joe Linton, it does seem like uh, a lot of fans were perhaps tainted by the view that we played so well on Sunday, and it was a, it was a a quick. Jolt back down to earth uh, on Tuesday night of, of what the team is without those new signings. Jess, um, did you have sympathy for, for Joe? I have done in the past, but uh, I feel it's getting to the point now where, and to quote a phrase which I've seen thrown about a lot on Twitter, maybe it's time now to just cut our losses mm. and just accept he's never, we've paid 40 million for him, or yeah, 40 million. He's never going to be the player which we wanted or expected. So he's ha he's had his chances. He's blown them. I ha I didn't see the game the other night. I've seen like a few highlights and stuff. None for Joel Linton, Allard. Yeah. Um, and I think it's it's fair to say he he doesn't. I I don't think he wants to be there. I was kind of on on the mindset that like with without the crowd being on his back, maybe that'll give him maybe that'll like give him a little bit of a boost because he's not going to have people like on him every time he gets a touch of the ball. But even that's not working. So maybe it is time to just think, right, we just need to leave him out. If we, 
if we can get rid of him. Seeing people saying, well, I'd take 20 million for him. Who is going to watch last season and offer 20 million for him? Like, totally. I think we just need to t- take what we can get, get rid and move on. I think it's time. And that upsets us to say, because I don't like being negative about, about our players or any players, think- in fact. I think well, there's a, you're allowed to be negative, certainly, uh, when a player when looks it's like it's never going to change. I, for me, I think that Twitter was primed and ready after seeing Joe Linton's name yes, on, the, on the sheet and absolutely. going, I can't wait for him to miss. And, and you know, it, he did have a couple of things in that game, Lee, from seeing it um, ourselves. There was the one where he ran forward, Jacob Murphy was on the left-hand side, I think it was in the second half, yeah. uh, threw on goal. Jacob Murphy was was who looked bright to be fair to him uh, yeah. for, for a player who's not played for Newcastle for a season. He was there open. Joe Linton took the shot and it almost rolled along the ground towards the Blackburn keeper, and and that was where you could have put the game to bed. He did. I think that was the... literally about ten seconds after I messaged you in the group chat to say that anybody who paid forty million for Joe Linton had to go and say drugs. Yes, yeah. exactly, and and, yeah. and that's the thing. And, and he he did go off, but prior to that, he did have the ball in the back of the net, albeit it was it was offside. Um, I'm, it, it's such a shame, but it, I think if anything, the the, the glaring omission from the squad now is a backup striker. It's for the games where Wilson won't play. We do need a black a, a backup striker who's in there who we can just slot in. So. Um, yeah, I, I don't like the fact that Joel Linton sends Twitter into a frenzy. I mean, Lee, where do you sit on it, it now? It's become a distraction. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. As you said, Jesse's become a distraction. As soon as you see his name in the lineup, people are ready to go at him. Yeah, doesn't matter absolutely. what he does. Doesn't matter what he does. The la- it feels good to gift. So give your dad the one for all gift card this Father's Day and let him choose the gift he wants. With 100-plus brands to choose from and zero fees, there's no need to play the guessing game to show your appreciation. You know he'll get the gift he wants, and making his day will make your day. Gifting feels good with the One for All gift card. Available in-store and at giftcards.com. See giftcards.com for terms and conditions. He's bereft of confidence. He hasn't had any confidence since probably last, last September. Yeah, but he doesn't. Yeah. What, what he doesn't do, he doesn't do himself any favors because he looks so lethargic. Yeah, I mean, he's very, very for a big lad. He's lightweight on the ball. He gets bundled off the ball left, right, and centre by centre halves. Yeah, he's falling over every two minutes. And for was. somebody that big, he should have a little bit more about him. Now, nothing sticks. I mean, it's what you call total com- contrast to Andy Carroll on Saturday night. Everything stuck. He won everything in the air. Joe Linton wins nothing in the air. He can't hold the ball up. I just think, as you say, Jesse's cut your losses, but what are you going to get for the black? Exactly. That's Learning the black Spartans. I think, it's, like, <laughs> it's a vicious cycle now, though, because he's obviously got no confidence. But then, as you say, not us, but like our fans are jumping at the chance to get on his back, yeah. which yeah. is obviously going to knock his confidence even more, which is going to make him play worse. And it's just going to go round and round. So I think it's time to just call it a day and just. The club won't tell him that. It's sad to say, but just yeah. call it a day. Mm-hmm. Certainly, certainly not going anywhere this window, is he? Um, no. Perhaps a loan spell in, in, in some time to come. Um, but yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it disappoints me because like you say, Joe Linton is that distraction. Everyone loves yeah. to, to have a go. Um, yeah. and, and I think that a lot of people in particular enjoyed having a quick pop at Newcastle yeah. on Tuesday night, you might say. Um, a lot of those tweets looked at, uh, like they'd been written on... Uh, Sunday morning, to be honest. Yeah, um, in get the draft. Didn't, didn't, get to, didn't get to use these last night, so I'll use them <laughs> on Tuesday. Um, 
Is, is, it, is it just me or is, is that not another uh, symptom of, of, of Brucey Ball? Like, you know, everyone's saying about if you, if you keep playing Joe Linton in that position or if you keep playing him on his own up front and never change anything else, like even go so far as to put some support in there for him, what can you do? Yeah, I mean... Any, anyone. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I should delegate I'm, there. Jess, you're, yeah. you're, you're my go-to now. Um, yeah, well, no, yeah. It's it's, uh, it's it's just, it's a bit, the whole the whole situation with, with him, it's just a bit of a... Like, I'm just going to repeat exactly what I've already said. It's just... It's just a bit of a mess. It's just a dual into. Let's I think be fair, it's though, sure. we played a different formation Tuesday to the formation we played Saturday. I yeah. think if you play the formation that we played on Saturday, or sorry, some, yeah, Saturday night, on Tuesday and Joe Linton's got somebody to play off him, mm. he has a different game. Yeah, um, totally. so, so, so Bruce, in, a, in effect, has hung Joe Linton out to dry mm. to yeah. a certain degree because he's put him up top on his own. And Show he didn't what, have any foil. So what were you going to say? Um, I just, I think Jess is saying, like, you know, it's sad because obviously the Geordies don't like to, you know, give up on people. But yeah. I just think maybe for him, he actually needs, it would be a good thing to go to a different mm. club. It just hasn't worked. And like yeah. you know, everyone's saying, it's just whatever combination you try. It's interesting that you say that you think Bruce has kind of hung him out to dry. I think it's interesting because Bruce is obviously going to be thinking, this is not my signing, right? And I've just been kind of lumbered with it. So it's interesting mm -hmm. that, that that's the kind of perspective you've got. I think... I just think it speaks volumes that I saw none of the game. I logged onto Twitter and all I saw was an absolute bashing of this guy. You know, how on earth are we expecting him to be able... I'm sure he hasn't got social media. I'm sure he's not reading, you know, Joe from South Shields tweets. But if that's what's coming out of this whole game, like, it must be affecting him, you know, Absolutely. on and off the pitch. Yeah, Bruce must see something in him, though. Like he must see something in training or whatever to be well, to be continuing to give him a chance. He has he price did, tag. He, he did. <laughs> yeah. He did say. Yeah. He did. Bruce. Bruce was quick to say that that Joe Linton does work his socks off. If you like, he did. And, and, he did. And it, and, and you know, to some extent, I, I do see how that happens. But my other point against the the whole Blackburn game is that Blackburn came to not, not. They didn't come to play pretty football. They they were tight. It was cagey. It was reminiscent of a, a championship game. I remember saying to myself, I was like, I'm so glad we're not in that league because teams can be a right bastard to play against. And yeah. black black we made Blackburn look a bit like Brazil. But then again, they were probably playing that they're out of their skins to beat a Premier League team. Bit of a chance for them to have a cup run, so so you, you never know what the factors are on uh, on the night. Uh, Joe Linton could go and play against Morecambe, which he, he probably will, uh, and he could bang three goals in like he did for uh, against um, well a couple of goals like Rochdale, the the Oxford game, and things like that. So um, God knows what's going to happen next. Morecambe away is on Wednesday, the twenty third of September. I believe we'll find out who we get in the next round tonight. The draw is uh, probably taking place later as we speak. Um, can't wait for Chelsea. Um, <laughs> just just down the road on the same night, uh, almost changed over the stream, as I said on Twitter, Kel Watts scoring a goal for Plymouth Argyle, everybody. Good on the lad. Um, why did we let him go? You know, he could have, could have, played, up, could have played up front. Um, but my favourite thing about this, apart from everyone, everyone going mad for it on Twitter, uh, he's become a bit of a, a topic in recent weeks. He was sponsored by Double Glazing Windows, which is the purest thing I've ever seen. Uh, you know, he's, he, he's, he's traded in the bright lights of, of Newcastle uh, for Plymouth on the south coast, sponsored by Double Glazing, which prompted me to think, guys, 
Um, starting with you, Shell, perhaps, uh, with, with your law background, what would you be sponsored by if you were a footballer? What would be your match day sponsor? Oh, it's got to be booze, hasn't it? Just booze. <laughs> booze <laughs> booze or burgers. Yeah, yeah. Well, we could have a bit of that. Booze and burgers, I'm thinking. You've got your, your kind of Fosters tonight. Fosters would be a good one. So I'm on, I'm on like, rogue rogue situation here. It's like a 15-year-old's birthday party. Literally. I should be yeah. in the park, really, shouldn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like a group of six only, of course. Um, <laughs> Jess, Jess, what, what are you going for? Um, I would all. I mean, me and Shell are actively trying to get this sponsored by alcohol, but I would say maybe <laughs> yeah, sponsor the podcast. Something, yes, yes. Anyone, anyone. Uh, something <laughs> maybe like Lush, like the bath Lush. bomb people. Yeah, yeah so I, like I could that. get like like free bath bombs, free like stuff like that. You'd smell <laughs> amazing when you got on I'd, the pitch. The place I'd, would be expected. I'd smell amazing, and everyone would love us for the Christmas present. If I got Secret Santa in the team, you get a. <laughs> Big thing of Snow Fairy, I'd be everyone's favourite person. Yeah, it's got to, so got to I, be, I'm going to say Lush. Got to be a better secret centre than uh, when Dietmar Hamann played for Newcastle and got a copy of Mein Kampf for uh, Secret Santa. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lee, Lee um, what would you be sponsored by, sir? Tough age, but I would have to go for the Bellagraph Nava Group. All oh, right, okay, yeah. <laughs> just because, just because I want to meet those three Sims. Yeah, because <laughs> that's what they are. Let's be honest; they're not real, are they? But artificial intelligence them, solutions yeah. or something like that. I like it. I Lee. just yeah. want to meet them or clear nah. TV so I can meet Henry Morris. Yeah, and see if yeah. he's real. See if that man is actually real. I think yeah. Jess has that that lovely uh, cushion behind him. May I add? Um, I, I think that he's going to pop out of there one week. <laughs> just you, just you, Wade. He's behind the city. Henry, Henry yeah. Morris, keep your head down. Closely followed by Luke. <laughs> wait. We're waiting for a little lull in the crack and then he's just going to come up. Lull in the crack? It's been going on for a while, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Every time I speak, I'll have you know. Um, yeah, well, yeah, there's, there's no more football uh, that's happened this week. The biggest outrage as a Newcastle fan is why the hell have we not signed anyone this week, man? Come on, I mean, it's like, look, look, the lights have gone out as soon as I said that. Um, but yeah, the, um, Jesus, it, it's a, it's a fastest ring light. You know, I need, <laughs> it's what happened. US, I need to keep clicking me blooming laptop. Jesus, don't have this on a football ramble. Um, the, the players we need, um, who, who do we need? I mean, that, that is the question. We've had no incomings. We've got a trialist French guy. I don't know anything about him. If you do want to know a little bit more about him, Matty did a video on the channel last night. Uh, there's also this this um, South American guy that's been teased, a Peruvian, um, Rodrigo. There's been a few Rodrigos around this transfer window, but... Until until they are literally in the tunnel with the scarf uh, and someone in the ground is randomly taking a photo of them. Um, I, I don't know what to believe. Um, the main thing I think this week is uh, Deadwood's kind of gone out, Lee. Uh, we've seen Muto, Lejeune go. We touched on Lejeune last week being being quite um, a, a, a talented player who, who has succumbed to injuries, but he's off to Alaves and uh, hopefully he'll come back stronger. Uh, Muto, on the other hand, Lee, he's just one that has never really... Had, had the impression, has he? We've not had much luck with German signings, have we? Or signings from Germany? No, it just isn't happening with uh, it those. Just, just hasn't, hasn't worked out for him. I mean, he's he's energetic, but I just don't think he's cut out for the Premier League. Yeah, like, like so many. <laughs> yeah, I, I genuinely don't think he's cut out for the Premier League. It's yeah. a different type of football, isn't it? Yeah, and it's, it's a real shame. I mean... Um... Uh, he'll always have those moments, I guess, Muto. Who can forget that first half against Man United, Jess? Yeah. yeah. When, uh, when all, I, all seemed possible. I know. I think, uh, we, like, touching on the the people that we've let go, like Lejeune, 
and now Mudo, I think I I just wanted to say that I admired Bruce's honesty in the in the um I don't, I don't know if it was a press conference or an interview or whatever. Yeah, I think it was a press but, conference before the um, he, before the Blackburn game. I think yeah, this was what he said. Yeah. When he he I think there was five players that he listed and like he he commended them all and he said they were all very professional. But if they want to progress their career, they're going to have to go elsewhere. And I thought I I really admired that. Like I thought that was it was very honest of him. But he was very he was very professional about it as well. Um, what do you think you really yeah. wanted to say? What do you think you really wanted to say? Pile of shit, these two raffers, bloody, no, get them out, man. No, no, I don't. I think I think he said exactly what he wanted because he's just nice. He's just nice, and that's nice what he guy, wanted Bruce. to say. He's just a nice guy. He um he he does certainly seem as though he's he's speaking honestly. I mean, we've done the big bits of business, and now it's a case of uh, sell or, or move on to get more. Mm. This talk of Christian Atsu being out the door yeah. eventually. Um. But I was going to say, uh, we mentioned this in the WhatsApp today, the, these players that, that come and go and, and they make no impact, but the, you've got those little <laughs> memories of them. Muto with that first half against uh, Man United, um, he also scored that goal this time last year against Leicester in the League Cup, I'll have you know. Um, but Shell, have you got another player who kind of appeared and then was gone in a flash, but you had quite fond memories, even though he was only in black and white for, what, a few years or months? Um, when you asked this question, I did do a bit of research because normally what happens is I get pissed and you ask me and I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I've, so, I've learned from my mistakes. No. <laughs> um, so for the quality of the podcast, I wrote down um, Salem Dumbia, who played 29 minutes for us and then right. nothing else. Christ, I mean, I wasn't um, going that far. I mean, I thought, I thought at, least, at least we're going to get some like memories in here. I couldn't even recent. tell you what he did. No good so, chat. Did you and, like him? Uh, I mean, I just, I'm not, I just think, <laughs> what were we thinking? What were we thinking? <laughs> we got relegated and we're like, right, what we'll do is we'll just sign this really great player and then never actually play him. That was just um, before and... we went down, wasn't it? I think that was, I think he, maybe he sent us down, who knows? And then uh, CM Dion, which was um, just yeah. a, long, a long cycle of uh, yeah. our petition what, what to get a decent to striker. He lost, he lost just two legs. He, he injuries galore. Yeah, he, 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 did he, he not injure himself when he was having tea? Or I'm pretty sure he burst. He got a long. contact lens. Yeah, he, he burst alone, but he got contact lens injury yeah. as well. Like it was almost like watching someone just like get hurt every time they left the house. It's the same thing wasn't happened to Michael the, Bridges. Wasn't he the Dutch captain as well at the time? He, he was. He, yeah. I think, um, yeah he, Christ, I mean, it seemed. Seemed I, I, I genuinely shiver every time I find out about the whole punctured lung because I'm like, what you mean? I like put a pin in it and it's just like popping like a balloon or something <laughs> like that. I'm like, it's just not worth thinking about. But the poor guy, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, what was it? Jason McAteer scalded his balls on a on a kettle, so God knows. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. Um, any, any, I mean, for me, I was just popping mine in there. I was going to say the likes of Hugo Viana. Um, ne- never really made a massive impact in Newcastle, yeah, boy, he's got those memories of that fire nerd game and that free kick. And yeah. Albert Luke here for me, you know, um, another one with fond memories against the Mackhams. Jess, have you got any? Um, yeah, I've got one, and I'm, it's for, it's not even for a football reason. And I mentioned him last week as well, so I'm at risk of turning into a fan club of Ke- Kevin and Babu purely because he played th- he played three times or made three appearances. Yeah. Um, and when he signed, uh, I went down to visit my friend in Leeds and, and a cat came into our uni halls and she was like, what should we call them? And I was like, the first name that came into my head because we just signed him. I was like, Kevin and Babu. Kevin and this, Babu the cat. This cat on like the uh, uni of Leeds campus ended up being called Mbabu. 
because no. if yeah, <laughs> so, what, officially that was his name. Yes, he, like he, he literally like moved into my friend's flat, that and he was called he was called in Babu. So for for a non football reason. He, he played literally three times. He played but, three times and he also put in performances worthy of the Ballon d'Or at that but, point, but, I think, but he, some Newcastle fans. Yeah. I don't even, um, I'm not even sure where he's playing now. But I think he, he went to young, young Boys Burn. Young Boys, yeah. Because like yeah, he, he was like, he was massively hyped. I think that's why yeah. the name was in my head because we signed him and everyone was like, oh my God, he's going to be this, he's going to be that. Nothing ever transpired, but he, he got a, he got a cat named after him. So he had big hair. What, what, what can you want? <laughs> if you've what, got what big hair, apparently you're a great player. Yeah, yeah that's Leah, what it is. Leah, are you gonna? Why was with someone with big hair? Did you have anyone in mind? I had um, I I had three. That's come to mind. First one was Sado Dumbia, so I'm not going to mention. Oh, so straight in there. The second one was Albert Luque. Luke, oh my God. The, the third one, nobody's going to come up with. Chat called Fabri- Fabrice Pancrat. Right. Oh my Hang God. He... Can I just say, can I just say, see that scribble out there? Have you that got was, him down? That, that, that no way. So, <laughs> literally, one of the worst footballers you've ever seen, but he had a 15 second spell at Newcastle <laughs> where he was a cross between Ronaldo. It feels good to gift. So give your dad the one for all gift card this Father's Day and let him choose the gift he wants. With 100 plus brands to choose from and zero fees, there's no need to play the guessing game to show your appreciation. You know he'll get the gift he wants and making his day will make your day. Gifting feels good with the one for all gift card. Available in store and at giftcards.com. See giftcards.com for terms and conditions. LA and Messi. Watford in December. Against Watford. Watford, and December it, 2000. It was just like he'd been, his soul had been taken over by Pele for 15 seconds. <laughs> and then after me. that, he went back to being Michael Chopra. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it, was it, was, it was crazy. I can't remember. It was, it, I'm sure it was recently in lockdown where they, where they put the, I think, I think they wished him a happy birthday. And they, they put his video on. Yeah. Um, and I was like, this, this is just, imagine that. You're like 15 minutes as a Newcastle player, and that, that is what you did. And it was an amazing goal. Um, I, I did put on Twitter that night, actually, uh, just in case this got lost in it. Um, my favourite thing about that was I got the bus home, and there's a guy who got on. He was eating a packet of Quavers. That's not part of the story, but I just it sticks in my mind. He was eating a packet of Quavers. He became known as Quaver Man. And uh, he, he was like, oh, you see the game? He was like, oh, fella, pancake. I went, <laughs> Just, just wonderful. Um, for Bruce Pankrat, uh, long may he reign as a, a Newcastle brilliant one. Um, so, Shell, um, let, let's talk about the other thing that's been boiling on in the background. Um, another change in the last 24 hours, it may seem. Uh, Mike Ashley lawyered up at the start of the week with uh, your Blackstone, uh, what was it, Blackstone Ch- Chambers? That, that's, yep. not the, that's not two names, it's the, the Blackstone Chambers. Any good? Would you rate them out of 10? Yeah, they're incredibly good, yeah. Yeah, and um, Newcastle, Newcastle, well, Mike Ashley, it's going to be representing them. What what can you tell us about who he's, who he's signed up for this, like the lawyers and stuff, and, and what exactly uh, this might mean going forward? So I'll be brief, just because you've told yeah. me well, today. I'm just going to sit back here, because this is where the views <laughs> come in. <laughs> so um, you firstly instruct solicitors. So he instructed Dentons, who are his usual solicitors for litigation matters. They're very aggressive litigators in the business. And then the solicitors will instruct barristers who are self-employed and belong to a chambers. 
Um, obviously, they've instructed two silks, QCs, who are very experienced, very expensive. Um, and they're both pretty much experts in their fields. Like Nick DeMarco is like the go-to guy for sports. He's not messing about. He's going to be 600 quid an hour. Um, if he's watching it and he's less, do drop me a DM and I'll take it back because I hate when people think you earn more than you do. Uh, <laughs> and the, the other uh, silk, she's a human rights expert. People were jumping in my DM saying, is that not a bit controversial? Well, yeah. it's a controversial issue. You want mm. somebody who cares about human rights, right? So, um good team expensive team decent team he obviously means business because you could just get a baby junior if you weren't serious about it um i saw today on the group chat that uh they've taken it down off their website for me that probably is because i took a brief look at nick's twitter and he's trying to talk mm-hmm. about his new seaside home and he was being bombarded to fuck by newcastle fans um, for me, that isn't doesn't necessarily mean that it's that it's not still happening. It just probably means like everything in this takeover. Let's take a step back and keep the fans just a little bit at bay until we work out what's happening. So yeah. there's so many unknowns. I don't. I've never pretended to be in the know to know exactly what's going on. Um, as soon as things come out, I will generally tweet about them. I think for now we should concentrate on the football. I think if Mike Ashley is appealing the decision. Um, I think that that is to do with the decision itself. If I, I saw that uh, George Colkin said today, it's to do with them not making a decision. If that's the case, then I think he's got a pretty good chance of arguing because the Premier League have to make a decision. As soon as they make the decision, everything else follows, right? So we find out on what basis they made the decision. The lawyers can start preparing an appeal. But for now, I think, look, we've got Brees for now. We've got, you know, Callum Wilson. We've got a couple of exciting strikers. Uh, well, only one exciting striker, but got a good team. Like Andy Carroll. Andy Carroll, please. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted him to, I want him to score so much. <laughs> I think everybody does. Um, just, just one, one final question, Shell. Um, I, I know that you mentioned about what George said about this uh, and what, what the aim was. Um, what do you think? The actual aim is, do you think that this will just be resolution of, of of what should have happened with the Premier League and then we go from there? Or do you think that this will open the door and, and as some are saying, possibly tempt others back to the table? Um, it's difficult to say because Mike Ashley is very unpredictable. Um, I feel like with my knowledge of him in the legal sector, um, he will have a fight just to say he's having a fight if he knows that even if he knows there's no chance of winning. So I think it's quite difficult to know what he wants, probably money. But I think ultimately um, he wants to call the Premier League to account. And I think the only way that he can challenge it is by challenging the decision itself. And if he does that for the purpose of compensation, he's also going to get clarity on whether Piff should be allowed to take over. Um, whether they're still interested or not, who knows? We've not had any fucking clear information from anybody. <laughs> um, uh, they're not. They're not behaving like you know a consortium that still want to take over the club. Um, but I think it's. I think it's good. I think it's. Um, you know, I'm not saying that any of us are for a second going to forgive Mike Ashley for what's happened or be on his side. But I do think the uh, fact that he's very you know, cans, by the way, just cans. He's um, just you know. He's uh, engaging with this process and calling them to account, I think, is important. But that might just be because I'm a lawyer. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you've, you've summed it up pretty well there. That's, that's probably the most silent I've been in weeks. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's exactly what we want to hear. And, and I think that that is pretty much the only answers that you can get. Um, Jess, Lee, did, did you have anything you wanted to add or, or ask about that? I've been concerned about PIF since they released the released a statement saying they were withdrawn because they said they'd withdrawn on economic grounds. 
and they've never said anything to change that stance. Mm. So uh, as much as Ashley might be parking his tanks on the lawn, as you say, I <laughs> just wonder whether there's any possibility of PIF coming back. You hear noises about, yeah, they're all still willing parties, they're still willing buyers and what have you. But the last we heard from PIF, they withdrew on, on, withdrew on economic grounds. And we've not heard anything to change that. So. Yeah, I know. Um, Jess, did you have anything or shall we, shall we move on to the future? Um, let's move on to the future. Let's talk about <laughs> the future. Been, it's, been, it's been covered. It's been covered. I know, I know, I know. I, I, we had to get that in. We, we, we can't have Shell on a podcast because uh, the, 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 there'll, be there'll be a riot in her mentions tomorrow. Uh, more than there already is, believe me. Um, right, so um, on to the next game. Brighton at the weekend. Uh, we've got a Sunday trip. What a, what a shitter for the away fans who have to travel all that way down there. Um, yeah, Brighton, who lost to Chelsea uh, 3-1 at home on um, on Monday night, that one was, uh, against Chelsea, who who are clearly looking like like real contenders this, this year. However, Brighton did give them a fight. Jess, did you see any of that game? Have you have you seen anything of Brighton or, or, or what do you think of Brighton? No, I've not I've not seen anything. I did not see the game on Monday and I've not yeah. seen anything. Um I'm so I think playing right now actually. Oh, oh, really? I think they're in the cup right now, actually, which oh, is strange. Oh. Someone did, someone did actually mention it's very strange that Brighton have got a game and then they've got another game on Sunday, but I think this is the schedule that, of what this season. But, oh, it's yeah. Thursday. Yeah, it's I'm Thursday. Yeah, it's podcast <laughs> day, Jess. We're here. We're back in. Sorry, we're back in the room. No. Um, uh, what if, something just fell there. Sorry, Jess, go on. But no, um, no, I've, I've not seen... I didn't... Obviously, I've not seen the pre-season. I didn't see anything on Monday. Um, I'll be solely basing what what I'm expecting, what I'm hoping on what I saw of us on Saturday, because I'm not even considering the game against Blackburn on Tuesday. Um, so I'd like, given the, given the fact that they lost, I'd like to think that that's dented their confidence a little bit. Um, and given the fact that we're going into it on the back of two wins, I'd like to think that that's given us a little bit of hope. And the, for the fact, like, how well we played on Saturday, like, for the first time in a very long time, we were joy we were an absolute joy to watch. Like, I en I enjoyed watching us. I never, like, there was never any point when I felt uncomfortable. And I was, like, mm. I was never, like, stressing and thinking, like, we're on the back foot or anything like that. So, um, going into it, I don't want to say too confident, but I'm going into a fairly confident. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Cool. I think, I, think well, I mean, Brighton are one of these teams who we are, you'd like to think, are expecting to be around the same place as us. But a lot of yeah. people are saying about Graham Potter being a good manager. Uh, we saw glimpses of Brighton uh, last season. We had two absolutely dreadful games against mm. them, however, uh, that, that no one will remember. Um, but, but yeah, Shell, have you have you seen, heard much of, of Brighton? Um, I know they had a bad start with the new signing of Adam Lallana going off injured on Monday. But, but what do you make of, of them as a, a squad? I think they're a bit like us and a bit like West Ham, as you say. I think they're in the same kind of in the same kind of league, and I think it would be an interesting game. But I agree with Jess. Look, we're going in with a bit of confidence. We're going to play our our first team. Um, who do you, who do you think will start in goal? Well, it's going to be Darlow. I think I think Darlow's yeah, going yeah. to be in there. Yeah, I mean, we 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 should mention as well. Yeah, Mark Gillespie did get his home debut, uh, which was a very proud moment for him. He dedicated yeah. it to to um, a, a friend who passed, I believe. Uh, which yeah. which was very moving. He got his he, he, a nice little homecoming the gig there. But I think Darlow is your Premier League man. I think you'll probably see given given how fast the games are coming, and Gillespie will be playing again against Morpeth. Um, Morpeth. Um, Morpeth. <laughs> 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 um, 
us in the really? meantime. Not top of town, blimey. Yeah, really risen, risen up the leagues uh, in this time. No, I, I think Gillespie will be playing against Morecambe. So, Darlow in goal on Sunday. Because I, I, yeah. I don't think he did all right against West Ham. Yeah, he gets a lot of grief, but I thought he yeah. looked pretty solid. He looked fit, actually, but he looked solid. <laughs> if if Darlard does if Darlard plays in the league and Gillespie plays in the cups, it begs a question: What happens when De Bradford comes back if we're still in the cup? Does well, G- does Darlard then not get a cup game? Uh, well, look, yeah, looking at the cup games, I mean, you, you, you might say that right. Well, Darlard technically is second choice. I think that you've got to be real at some point. I mean, we're well, yeah. not going to be in the De- cup that long, are we? Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, from that's, that's very real. That's so yeah, real. I'm not sure. Um, I, I know the Man City game that we don't like to talk about, so Darwin goal, but I think that was more of a reward of him playing all of the FA Cup games. That was, of being course, fit. though, when we had to, for being fit, we got in there. Thank you, Shell. Um, but but that, that is the thing. It's like um, we, we've not been in this position before where we've got our main keeper out. You, you, you have to think that Gillespie's counting his blessings um, that he's getting this chance to do it um, because because if Dubravka was fit, it, it would very much be that Gillespie wouldn't be playing. So uh, I think that if if Dubravka comes back and if we're going to take the cup seriously this season with this with this new and improved squad, then then who knows? Um, uh, Lee, did you see any of Brighton the other night? Did did you think that they? Were, I think I thought they personally were, but, they gave Chelsea a bit of a game. Yeah, they were going tight at all. Which Chelsea at one one they were, and then Chelsea nicked two one, and it seemed to suck the life out of Brighton. Personally, on Sunday, I want to see us go four two three one. I do. I want to see us start with um, Saints, Miggy in a ten, and Fraser on the right. I do with Wilson up front because Brighton's centre halves are cumbersome. They're slow. You've got Lewis Dunk, um, Ben White. I don't know whether he's going to be fit, and I think the pace of those front four will terrify the Brighton centre-halves. I, I genuinely do. And if it doesn't work after 60 minutes, Carroll is an impact sub. We saw him last season. He, he causes havoc when he comes on for the last 20-30 minutes. Yeah. So for me, I want to see him go 4-2-3-1 and see what that pace does because teams are shit scared of pace. Mm. And we've got it in abundance with that front four. Very mm. frightening. And, and like you say, I, I mean, the only thing is with Carroll against Brighton, like you say, they have got the centre-backs that sometimes can negate Andy Carroll's ability. I would say so that that that's probably a good idea with what you're saying there. So, hey, who knows? Wilson likes mm. playing on the south coast. Um, Fraser likes playing on the south coast. Let's uh, pick it to Newcastle. So do we. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's see what happens. Uh, Lee, we'll start with you. What what's your prediction for Sunday? Three one. Three one Newcastle. Three one. Yeah, I'm confident Sunday. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. Well, that that confidence scares me. Um, <laughs> Shell, Shell, Shell. What do you think? Two uh, one Newcastle. Okay, Jess. Three one. Three one. Newcastle. Yeah. Quick, what are the yeah. odds? What are the odds? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. High your fires running, everyone. Yeah, we need Ray Winston to pop up now, so the latest odds are on your screen. Uh, <laughs> when the, when the fun stops, stop. Yes, yeah. Please, please, of course. Uh, do well, the fun stops a well. long time ago, as anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, you know what? I'm going to go for a one nil Newcastle. I, I don't think it'll be high scoring because I think Brighton are quite tight, and I think that we are not Chelsea. Um, but yeah, let's oh, go for a win. Callum Wilson. Hey, I'm still saying we're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I do know is my girlfriend said she'd let him put two in her, so let's move on. Dude, um, <laughs> <laughs> interesting. And, <laughs> That's not, me, that's not me, by the way. Can we just no, no, clear no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone assumed Jesse's just my girlfriend. Yeah, yes. we have to appear on camera and in public at all times. So yes. we are. We are the new Harry and Meghan. Um, 
Um, before before we finish, um, apart apart from the the brilliant news that Gareth Bale's coming back to the Premier League in his first game might be against Newcastle. In there, oh. the big news this week: Stephen Taylor <laughs> has joined Odisha FC in the Indian Super League, which has got to be one of the best stories ever. I can't wait to watch what happens there. His, his, his tenure in the Australian League was absolutely glorious, and you know what? I'm going to end things. We can all, do, all feel free to join in and clear the space around you. If we could all just finish with a, a good old impression of Stephen Taylor when when he got hit by the ball against Aston Villa. <laughs> <laughs> Keep subscribing to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel. <laughs> feel free to do a video of yourself doing a Stephen Taylor. Uh, get in touch. Leave a comment if you want. If you've got anything about what you'd like to be sponsored by, uh, the Newcastle players that have been forgotten about, because uh, hopefully next week we'll we'll have a little bit of a chat about it and we'll keep this rolling. Thanks for watching Extra Time. The feedback's been a fantastic. Uh, and away the lads as always. Thanks, Shell. Shopping these days can be underwhelming, but at QVC, we believe those who love to shop deserve a living, breathing way to shop, where product descriptions are alive with demos by creators, chats with inventors, and hosts who know the most. From self-care and kitchenware to fashion trends and forever faves, at QVC, we bring life to products and products to life. Shop qvc.com podcast and use code QVC15podcast for $15 off $30 for new customers. This is shopping brought to life. Bye. Uh, okay, thank, you, thank, you, thank you to Lee. Cheers, guys. Uh, and thank you, of course, to my beloved Jess. Cheers, <laughs> <laughs> my lad. This oh, is starting the rumours, guys. Rumors. Keep fuel the fire. Fuel the fire. Uh, thank, thank you very much for watching. Keep subscribing, like the video, and tell your friends, and, and tell someone you don't like, and especially tell someone who doesn't like us. Uh, see you later. Thank you very much. Does an orthopedic condition or sports injury have you sidelined? Make your comeback with GW Hospital Sports Medicine. We offer services from neck to toe, including care for shoulders, hips, knees, ankles, and hands. Plus, we're the official healthcare partner of GW Athletics, the DC Furies, and the DC Revolution. Get back to doing the things you love. Learn more at gwhospital.com sportsmed or call 888-4-GW-DOCS. Physicians are not employees or agents of this hospital. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.